Good afternoon everyone. Welcome to the Mental Health Awareness Initiative and today we have Mr. Vijay Nalawala from Mumbai. He is a founder of Bipolar India and a mental wellness warrior. Welcome to the show sir. Thank you Hina for having me on your podcast and a good afternoon to everybody here. Uh, it all began with my personal journey of living with bipolar disorder. My symptoms came in at a very early age in adolescence, but due to lack of awareness back then, diagnosis happened a full 26 years later when I was in full-blown mania and bipolar disorder was diagnosed when I was 40 of age. So there was a long gap between onset and diagnosis of the condition. It was a long haul from there to reach a stage of stability. But uh, with, a, with a fantastic support system around me, a great team of psychiatrists, therapists, and my own self-care routine, I managed to uh, recover to uh, full functionality and stability. My journey of uh, struggling with this condition at a time when the awareness was so low made me realize that there was a need for a community around uh, mental health which would help people uh, understand what they were going through, uh, increase awareness levels, and also allow them to participate in conversations because the awareness, was, uh, the opportunity for such a platform was uh, non-existent at that time. Because we started way back in 2000, uh, 2013 when Bipolar India was founded initially as an online platform. It, we later on ventured into offline peer to uh, peer support meets, monthly meets which we used to hold in Mumbai. And later on, this movement has uh, spread in other cities of India as well. And it's been a, a learning journey and a fulfilling one at that. Yeah. That is uh, really nice that you have shared. And you have actually rightly said because of the fact that there is less awareness about something so the identification also takes a lot of time and precisely for that reason if i may recall that uh, in one of your write-ups i had read that uh, this was a villain in your life the bipolar uh, oh yes see you would agree that we go through a phase of transition right yeah, at various points of the recovery journey because it's not linear. Uh, initially, uh, we get overwhelmed when uh, the diagnosis comes in and especially when the condition is very severe. Yeah, So I would guess at that point of time, it was a villain for me. And then along the way, I befriended the condition. It uh, lost its grip over me. And now it hardly plays a role in my life, so to say. Yeah, it's a, So it's a transition. Uh, because as we learn to deal with the condition, uh, increase our own resilience and coping mechanisms, the illness has uh, le it becomes lesser and lesser of a threat. That is a wonderful transition for uh, to for everybody who is battling with this bipolar. If you could explain to our listeners what actually is bipolar. Uh, sure. Uh, bipolar disorder is a severe mood disorder. Uh, so when we say mood uh, disorder, everybody experiences uh, changes in moods, 
from uh, laws because of uh, experiences they uh, deal with or some elevated mood phase because of some uh, happy occurrence in their lives or any other such event. Here we are talking about mood swings of very extreme natures. In the sense, when a person is in depression, the depression would be so severe that for at times some months together, the person has no energy to even get out of bed or to do anything worthwhile in life. The sense of hopelessness can be uh, unnerving and uh, I mean it appears that there is no end to the uh, tunnel, dark tunnel one is walking in. And at the, the extreme end of the, of the polarity, that's why the term bipolarity uh, is the elevated mood phase. Where one fee, uh, when the mood is so elevated, the energy levels are very high. Uh, one feels supremely confident about abilities. Uh, the thoughts are racing at a very high speed. And one's sense of ability to do things is exaggerated. And at, uh, and at, uh, at uh, one, once the, one processes the stage of uh, psychosis and uh, then there, uh, one reaches the level of delusion and has uh, false beliefs about ability that I can accomplish this, uh, that I am a superpower, I have some superpowers within myself. I even believed that I was a version of God. You know, so you can imagine the havoc it causes in the person's life and in the people around him. Very true. And uh, it is also very painful for the family members who have someone who's identified with it. And uh, till the point wherein uh, no prescription or diagnosis is not done properly. So what would you recommend uh, as from the mental health, you know, care aspect? What should if a family member sees someone in their family as they are having the mood swings that you have mentioned, the extreme one. How should they go about? Uh, firstly, I would say, Ina, uh, see, to identify this kind of an illness for a lay person is very, very challenging, right? Because yeah. even for a trained person, uh, you know, professional, uh, there is often, uh, you know, misdiagnosis. There are a lot of cases of misdiagnosis, especially because uh, the symptoms of bipolar disorder overlap uh, many other conditions. For instance, if a person is examined in the depressive phase of mind, the symptoms are very similar to major depressive disorder, right? So, I mean, uh, if nothing else, at least, you know, a consultation with a mental health professional should be encouraged to such a person to help them identify the condition, right? I mean, and then the call can be taken whether there is need for any treat, medical treatment for the same, uh, with any other form of support is needed for the person to get, overcome that challenge. So it might be difficult, even though, despite the growing level of awareness and uh, all these factors, for a lay person to, you know, put a finger on what exactly the diagnosis is, is always uh, going to be a challenge. So professional uh, help uh, needs to be sought at such times. And uh, once the professional help is uh, taken in, do you uh, suggest that this thing is treatable? Certainly is. And it's not only about my experience. In our community now, we have close to 400 members. All right. 
and it is so uh, you know heartwarming to see many of them are living a functional rewarding lives yeah so with a protocol of discipline uh, seeking a psychiatrist's uh, opinion on your condition and what is the regimen to be followed uh, to bring the uh, mood swings to the minimal and thereafter to a high degree of stability all this is achievable yeah so the severity of the condition is if it i mean one need uh, need not get overwhelmed with that aspect of it this is manageable and very much treatable you know, the, so that is the message i would like to give uh, the listeners that is very comforting because you know uh, sometimes people withdraw from follow up thinking that no again it's it will be labeled or uh, it's like uh, you will be called at some someone with some disorder but listening to you it is really very encouraging and would suggest to our listeners if at all you have been identified with uh, bipolar in the initial stages or in any stage the doctor says so it is always manageable as uh, sir has said and shared and uh, it is treatable also you will be functional and uh, moving on in your life uh, with this sir i want to ask you how do people connect to you if they want to join the community so there's a simple way you know especially to with privacy in uh, mind of course many people just uh, put in a comment on our website but then they they are exposing their personal details right so there is a contact us form on the website itself yeah, where a person can fill in all the details and through this channel we are receiving requests for membership almost on a daily basis in our community and it's a community which is open to everybody and uh, there is of course no uh, fee for this this is the volunteer movement you know for us and by us that is really very uh, you know uh, nice and supportive uh, if you could just uh, say the website wherein people could uh, register themselves if at all they need that support yeah sure it's bipolarindia.com okay so it's a request to all the listeners all those who are going through this bipolar uh, disorder or um, are having elevated mood swings on and off they can just go and join in uh, as a community member and discuss about it what should they do or what should not be done so i'm sure you'll get all the support system uh, what actually happens in this community i'm just interested to know how does it function oh yes so uh, see the, the the most encouraging part of the community is i mean the essence of the community is even a person in a great struggle and strife will not hold back uh, from trying to be of help to another person who is in difficulty yeah this is an observation that really really uh, sort of uh, raises hope in humanity and in our sense of compassion i suppose our struggles overlap to a large extent and that is why we develop a sort of a bonding within ourselves yeah 
and uh, the sense of belonging is something which many of our members say that they have not even experienced their uh, such a feeling even within their families right this is the sense of uh, you know the connect that happens within the community so we do not um, advise much on the medical front because we are not uh, competent to do so but our prime approach is a holistic approach towards healing yeah so okay. because we know that once we approach a psychiatrist or therapist they will be doing um, what's required on that front then the owner shifts largely on the person to ensure that we take it to the next level by our own contribution right yeah so we have a lot of emphasis on th things like a regular exercise it can be as simple as walk daily walks uh, a nutritious diet sleep hygiene which has got so much relevance with mood uh, disorders yeah uh, a nutritious diet and uh, yoga and pranayam for instance yeah all these things journal keeping so sharing of these uh, coping mechanisms also builds the knowledge base of the community so awareness needs to go beyond just understanding the illness and more importantly it needs to take the person across the journey from you know deep struggle to recovery that's the core purpose of the community yeah and then it uh, steps in at a time of a crisis uh, so somebody needs uh, emergency hospitalization and within our community not only do we have those persons living with illness and it's not again limited only to people with bipolar disorder people with major depressive disorder and other, and uh, even anxiety disorder are part of our community now and along with that a key component is family caregivers Yeah, because mental health does not exist in isolation, does it? I mean, there is the the supportive role of the family, which is also so important in this. So, what the community also does is sensitizes them to the issues uh, of what people are going through. Also, that is um, a very good approach, I may say, as being a therapist myself. The role of the supportive a uh, community based work that you all are doing is excellent and actually salute all the members to come forward and you know to form that group and have the relatability part with each other wherein they come forward with their own um let's say coping techniques sharing it and everyone is there and desensitizing the family members that's also again a very important thing because people have their own apprehensions regarding anything which is diagnosed related to mental health uh, because it's still not so openly discussed about and the awareness is still in its uh, let's say mid stage if not nascent stages have you experienced anything in the last year due to the pandemic uh many people uh, many of our members have expressed uh, you know uh, Uh, elevated levels of anxiety for instance some have uh, talked about uh, depression so essentially even a normal uh, i mean a regular person without such challenges uh, is finding the pandemic difficult to cope with because of the social cut off that we have been experiencing for such an elongated period it's not easy for any person for people with such issues it can become even more challenging 
to be cut off from that uh, you know nurturing environment of friends and colleagues and all those uh, people who have been supportive in that uh, in that period it's it is challenging and of course the the perceived threat that uh, covid imposes on our lives um, that is also something which can uh, be a trigger mechanism for us you know it can uh, lead to the constant uh, fear of being in, infected for instance yeah so that can play on our minds and um, create havoc so what we have done to sort of mitigate that to a large extent is we have connected up with us uh, you know community constantly in the form of peer support meets which have been conducted online yeah. and we have uh, conducted uh, sessions specifically dedicated to, um, you know uh, on uh, on uh, topics which would uh, help them nurture be uh, you know nurtured and supported uh, during this period for instance uh, demonstrations of yoga and pranayam uh, sessions by nutritionist by psychologists and so on so it has been sort of trying to be connected even at if not uh, in physical form but at least virtually through these meets during this entire period that is very supportive and of course encouraging to all the members yes they have still an outlet to vent out whatever they are feeling in this pandemic situation that is very good uh, before we wind up the session do you have anything uh, to say to our listeners one thing which is very important is the hesitancy that uh, we begin with when first diagnosed or when we suspect that there are some you know there is a possibility of a mental health diagnosis because of the overwhelming stigma that uh, you know we are uh, that sort of creates a barrier in our opening up that can act as a you know uh, barrier in seeking professional help and this also applies to family caregivers because the stigma is not only related to the person himself or herself but even the family members sometimes hesitate in going to a, a professional that is one thing and more importantly so i have already talked about uh, even severe mental health conditions being treated uh, treatable and that one can be functional i think the the central message that my life has taught me is that whether it is bipolar disorder or any other mental health diagnosis one needs to put things into perspective and look at the larger picture bipolar disorder now is a very insignificant component of my life yeah one needs to realize that there is something beyond the illness you know we can't allow that to become our identity life is much more vast vaster than our illness we are human beings first and foremost we have we are resourceful and we need to trust our journeys so believing in oneself and taking life as it is in our own stride if i have to say right because and uh, the uh, and trust the support system that we have uh, around us you know whether it is in family caregivers the mental health professionals and uh, it is important to seek the right sort of professionals also i would uh, emphasize on that also hina because uh, once you uh, engage a professional that advice can be critical yeah in your recovery journey 
so seeking a mental health professional with care whether a psychiatrist or a therapist is also important and then interesting them to sort of lead you on the path to recovery that is absolutely correct to trust the support system to trust the therapist or the psychiatrist one is seeking help from and then also i would now add on to that those two factors is also to connect with you and to be a part of the support community group that you have created it would be wonderful uh, you know that people realize that there is a support system and it is okay to join that support system and discuss what they are going through because uh, that will be non judgmental and that is very very important yes i would, i mean what you have said is so important that safe space as we call it where people can open up and we talk about the stigmatizing environment in society uh, there are cases where people can't open up within families and they share their deepest of secrets uh, within the community so you know that even that opening up is therapeutic right and then they have got uh, non judgmental listeners to their stories right so the environment is uh, really really uh, conducive to uh, engaging uh, with one another in uh, conversations that is a really um, very important discussion that we have in this episode with you mr vijay nalawala and i'm really thankful to you that you came forward and accepted my invitation to speak about such an important topic because we are um, you know coming across that people are being clinically identified to be having bipolar disorder and uh, okay fine the medication is there the therapeutic part is there but support group has its own importance so nice to know that you have come up with this support group and it will help many without you know um, telling their family members also so it's a sorry i would just like to add one more thing hina i would be amiss if i did not mention our panelists on bipolar india uh, we have a uh, psychiatrist on board dr milan balakrishnan we have got to psychologists in hobi uh, bhagwagar and zinat jahan they have been lending selfless support as and when required right so and plus the support that we receive from the yoga trainers and nutritionists who are coming in without any financial uh, you know expectation expectation from us yeah, so we need to mention these kind of uh, you know supports that the communities receive receiving over the years so on the behalf of all the listeners you can thank them uh, in person for their selfless work hope to connect with them also in future for um, their views about mental health awareness and with that note i would like to end the session thank you mr vijay nalawala for being on our show thank you very much hina for uh, allowing us to share our story and uh, for taking the uh, you know connect of bipolar india so that they can join in with the community thank you very much and thank you thank you to the listeners for listening in to us thanks a lot with that note we end the episode for the day hope to see you tomorrow with another episode 
and another speaker. Same time, take care and be safe.